Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. Pineapple Pizza Podcast discusses the histories, cultures, and beliefs of regions around the world. These stories often contain mature and sometimes disturbing content that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Pineapple Pizza Podcast, where we serve up slices of mythology, cryptozoology, and urban legends. It's an interesting combination of flavors. Weird, but it works. Today we have a visiting chef who will be serving up one of his favorites. I'm your hostess, Ashley, and with me today, not as always, is just Lindsay and our guest, because Emily is not well. (laughs) Just Lindsay. Just Lindsay. (laughs) That's okay, because Lindsay is, uh, wait, what was I supposed to call you? Lindsay is sassy and savory. You're welcome. I am. I am. (laughs) I'm a delicacy. And now I can make the weird joke later that I wanted, because Emily's not here to be offended. (laughs) So I'm just, Emily, I love you. I'm sorry. I do wish you were here, but also I'm going to say fucked up stuff now. Yeah. I'm still here. <laughs> All right. And on that note, Think please join Josh. us. Please join us in welcoming our guest chef for this episode, Josh Shell from Let's Start a Cult Podcast and Reddit on Wiki. How's it going, guys? Good. Um, hot mess as usual. How are you? <laughs> Aren't we all? It's leap ahead day, so or, so we all lost an hour. And we all feel like garbage, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Agree? Yeah. That's, a, that's a fair assessment, yes. Yeah, true story. Um, it, I don't know why one hour matters so much, but it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, and I'm really upset. <laughs> it messes me up. It is nice to see the sun out, even though it is like nighttime, quote unquote. The sun's yeah. still up. It's nice. Uh, it gives me a little hope for the spring, but uh, <laughs> I do hate waking up now. So <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. (laughs) I hate waking up all the time, but uh, (laughs) it's fair. You know what? It's not my fault that reality is a drag, but it is what it is. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's get into it. I tried to, I tried to make the script fair to both shows, but I probably failed. So let's see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's start with um, let's start with let's start a cult because That's why perfect. not? Let yeah. starts in the name. 
So tell us a little bit about that show. Um, what inspired you to create the podcast? So, uh, yeah, uh, Let's Start a Cult is uh, basically me and a guest usually. Uh, I'll ex- tell them about a cult, uh, the leader, uh, and how it's run. It's usually very messed up, and, <laughs> and uh, my guests are always left uh, wondering why I invited them on in the first place. <laughs> it's, it's a fun time. Uh, the reason I wanted to uh, start that podcast I started listening to some podcasts that are currently out there, some of the more mainstream ones, and I found that they were very monotone and and very hard to like digest. I have a hard mm-hmm. time unless it's like a conversation to yeah. uh, digest information. Um, I was very terrible at school, <laughs> <laughs> so 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 uh, I, I wanted to create kind of a. Uh, a podcast where you have a conversation and you're kind of teaching someone about the subject so it's easier to learn so uh, a lot of my podcast is heavily inspired by um, Behind the Bastards with Robert Evans um, I don't know if you, either of you listen to that podcast but it is a great, great podcast and uh, so I, I, I listened to that and I got really inspired uh, during the pandemic as we all did <laughs> yep. to start making something so I, I just sat down and I, I started inviting people to come talk cults with me. Yeah, see, I love how you were like, most people end up wondering why you even invited them because it's awful <laughs> stuff. And then I'm like, uh, no, Lindsay and I eat that shit up. So, yeah. <laughs> Lindsay gives me half of my content. <laughs> I do. I do. I sent him two last week. So, yeah, she did. Not yeah. even last week. It was like two days ago, wasn't I it? I know. It was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Just a few days ago. And I was like, yeah. this sounds awful and this sounds awful. You're welcome. <laughs> she does that sometimes. And you know what? That's one of my favorite things about Lindsay is one day she'll just send you a random link and be like, you need to research this and talk about it. It's important for me. And I'm always like, okay. Yeah, it's like it's like 3 p.m. on a Thursday. And you're like, what is going on? <laughs> Aren't you at work? <laughs> yes, she is. But, you know, it was more important to send you that cult that you yes. need to look at. <laughs> it, usually, it usually is a good cult, so I always appreciate it. I'm just so confused at the timing (laughs) (laughs) it's better than at like 1am and you're like why are you sending me this at 1am that's true at least then I'll be like oh she's down a rabbit hole but I'm like there's it's daylight there's still stuff going on (laughs) oh my god are we not supposed to rabbit hole during the day (laughs) I would be lying if I said I didn't do it too so yes it is normal I knew it Mm -hmm. All right. Um, so now, why don't you tell us a little bit about Reddit on Wiki and how that show got started? Sure. Uh, so, as I as I mentioned with Let's Start a Cult, I uh, I have guests on. Uh, one of those uh, guests that I had on was John Consignato from The Dumbfound Dead, and uh, we I hit it off right away. Me, him, and Patrick actually. Uh, we did a great show uh, about. Uh, like a tribal cult on on these islands <laughs> called, <laughs> called the John Froome cult, and then I had them on again for a, a Nazi episode and <laughs> two actually it was a part two, and uh, John hit me up in uh, early summer of uh, that year that we did the Nazi one I guess it was last year 2021, and he said hey man I, I, I'm wanting to start this podcast uh, where we 
research stuff uh, online or something like that. He, he had a vague idea, and mm-hmm. he said, "I got this other other great guy that I've worked with. His name's Sean, which at the time I'd never heard uh, of Sean or Shots and Thoughts, but uh, <laughs> I listened to his uh, Two Shots and Thoughts, and I was like, this guy sounds great. Like this will be awesome." And so we kind of crafted an idea of uh, Reddit on Wiki where we do research basically mostly on Wikipedia and then we go to Reddit to read about the subject that we're doing that episode. So mm-hmm. we also we all have our own shows and so we wanted to make it like a um, how would you like a less less of a workload for everyone. So yep. we do one person presents each week, they do the editing, the research and then so you only end up having to do like once a month do a, yep. do an episode which is super convenient <laughs> for for me and uh so yeah so we kicked it off that way and uh it's it's been really really fun those guys are super funny to work with uh Sean uh, we, <laughs> we, we I didn't... laughed just at his name and I feel so bad Sean I do love you I'm sorry. Uh, he, he you understands too. Uh, but we didn't put a limit on what we could talk about. So, like, the first episode, Sean brings out, the, uh, like, smut, basically. So yeah, we're reading yeah. porn in, yeah. like, our second episode. And we <laughs> we barely know each other at this point. <laughs> and uh, it, it, it's, been, it's been great since then. Um, we've recently actually diversified into uh, two episodes a week. One where we just do Reddit. Reddit readings kind of thing uh am i the assholes uh relationship advice that kind of stuff um so it's kind of morphed into this uh whatever we feel like researching that week or doing we, mm-hmm. we just kind of do it so uh super fun podcast to do with those two yeah um if you guys aren't listening to that show if you're still listening to this show like you're gonna like that <laughs> show so you should go and do it um, yep. I think there's less cannibalism, but there's more Hitler. There is a lot more Hitler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I think. So the, the, that's the trade-off. You don't get any cannibalism, yeah. but you get Hitler. So. Yeah. It, it's, it, it. you know, eat, to each his own. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Potato, potato. So. Potato, potato. It's the same thing. But <laughs> the, the <laughs> I think... In the around 40 or 50 episodes we've done together, I think about 20% of that has mentioned. We've mentioned Nazis at some point during the episode. So I'm pretty sure that math is correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is unfortunate, but it's usually in a negative light. We talk about Hitler. So yeah. um, I say usually, but it's almost always. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if anybody picked up uh, at all, if any sound came out of Lindsay or I when. When Josh said Nazis, that's why. And it's not because Lindsay or I feel that Nazis are funny. It's because we know that Josh always talks about Nazis. Yep. Yep. Add another episode. This is one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay. So when do new episodes come out? So... For Reddit on Wiki, it's weekly. Um, like I said, we just started up a Friday one, so we got Monday and Friday. So we got lots of content if, you, if you're uh, bored um, and looking for something to listen to. Uh, Let's Start a Cult is uh, bi-weekly on Tuesdays. Um, I am taking a break, however, I think probably when this releases. So <laughs> super unfortunate, but uh, I'll pick back up probably uh, mid to late April. So you can go uh, uh, on Tuesdays every other week for Let's Start a Cult. Yeah, and if you're not listening already, there's a bunch of episodes that you can listen to until yes. then. 
And speaking of that, I was listening to an episode earlier, and this is not in the script because uh, Emily did not want me to ask this question. <laughs> but oh, do no. you? No, no, I don't care. Do you actually like Fig Newtons? It's really important that I know the Do I like Fig Newtons? <laughs> yeah, you were talking about them in the episode I was listening to today. Oh, I'm trying to remember what episode. What would episode would that have been? Hold up, let me get you the title because I think I still have it. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to remember. Because so I I've never actually had fig newtons the the fruit just by themselves, but I really like the like it's a fruit, right? Figs. Figs, Figs. Figs are yeah. a fruit, yeah. So, but fig newtons I actually do enjoy. Okay, it was Saul Newton <laughs> and the Sullivan Institute. That's, That's what the episode it was. I was listening to. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, who eats these things? <laughs> like, who does it? And then it it turns out Emily loves them. So. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I, I like I don't have them often, but when I do, it's like a, it's like a little treat. I don't know. They're they're good. <laughs> oh my god. I am so disturbed that people are eating these, but it's okay. All right, so we always ask this question. It's going to be super clunky this time because you actually have two shows. So you have to answer it oh. twice. Um, okay. <laughs> listen, Emily wrote this one. We leave it in every single script. It's a long one, so bear with me. Sure. What's one episode of yours that you would recommend patrons of our pizzeria to check out first? Or what episode of your show is your favorite? Oh, so... <laughs> Uh, the one I did with Lindsay was actually, uh, it's probably been one of my better episodes. Which Not one? Not tooting my horn or anything like that, but it was <laughs> Lindsay's, Lindsay's insight. Um, and I think she recommended that cult too. So, uh, just to top it off, Lindsay is the producer basically. Yeah. But that one I felt just came together really well. It was, it had a lot of funny parts, a lot of uh, like interesting things about it. Cause it, it's basically a Nazi cult. Mm-hmm. In in uh, Colombia was it? Yeah, it was like Colombia or, or Argentina or something like that. Is it something Colonia like Dignidad? Because yes. that's the one that I did. It's Chile, actually. It's Chile. Chile. Sorry. Yes. 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 Um, yeah. So I think that one ended up coming together really, really well. One of my favorite episodes to do. I really, really liked the coconut cult one with John that and Patrick. I did one. recently. That yeah. was a good one so fucking funny I, those guys make me laugh so hard mm-hmm. uh, and, and it was such a dumb cult too I knew it was going to be perfect for those two so mm-hmm. if you want a, a, a really well informed and factual one that uh, has tons of funny bits uh, the one I did with Lindsay Colin Dignidad uh, <laughs> is a great one and then if you just want a stupid one where we laugh and make dumb dumb jokes the entire time the coconut cult is, is the one for, for that one yeah. <laughs> and then for Reddit on Wiki, man, there's a lot of, because um, we have, ironically, I have more for that show, even though I started it later. I know. I'm trying to think of like which one. I really like the Nostradamus one, but mostly because Sean mixes up (laughs) Nostradamus and Rasputin. And I was literally laughing so hard I I had to pause it, finish laughing, (laughs) and then restart the episode because I couldn't hear anymore. (laughs) The the Nostradamus one is good for that reason. Um, John actually has some good stuff on that one, too. That was a well-researched one. Neanderthals one is a that one's is, good too. Is a yeah. funny one, also because of Sean. 
Um, you'll see why when you listen to that one. But mm-hmm. uh, those ones, those ones have been my favorite so far. Just, I, I don't know. I like I like a lot of our, our, our Reddit on Wiki ones just because they are so uh, loose and so funny and <laughs> not as dark and terrifying as some of the uh, the cults that I do. So mm-hmm. uh, those would be the two I recommend, though. I think. Yeah, I think those are good choices. I forgot about the Neanderthal ones, but as soon as you said it, I was like, oh no, that one is really funny too. Yeah. <laughs> Sean is great in that one. But yeah, I mean, how can you... Okay, so Colonia Dignidad is a terrible cult, but that guy forked out his own eye, and I'm never going to stop laughing about it. Like, you don't deserve two eyes because you're a Nazi who is horrible. (laughs) And it's okay for me to laugh at your misfortunes. Yeah, that was also... We could make fun as much as we wanted about those people because they were Nazis, and so we we didn't really care. Yep. So yeah, it gave us full reign to... Just obliterate them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, always fun. Okay, what is your favorite pizza topping and why? Oh man, that's tough. Or what is your ideal pizza? Okay, I'll, I'll say probably bacon is my favorite. And not bacon bits, but like actual bacon strips that are like sliced up, Crumbled put on up. the yeah. pizza. Um, my favorite combination is something I haven't gotten in a while though, and it's it's a weird one. So <laughs> it's chicken, bacon, onion with a uh, creamy ranch base sauce. Oh, that's not that weird. I eat okay. that. Okay, I've everyone has told me that's weird. So maybe it's <laughs> maybe I'm just in the wrong country. <laughs> You're in the wrong country. We we eat whatever on our pizzas down here. So. I mean, okay. is there a food that in this country we don't try to put ranch on? I don't think so. Yeah, that's, that's all <laughs> pizza is. It's just a conduit for ranch to my mouth. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you would fit in here. For yeah, nice. You would. Nice. You would. <laughs> I'm pretty close to the border, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't come here because our health care is garbage, but <laughs> you could fit in. You could yeah, totally fit in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I somewhat regret this one but I'm gonna ask it anyway (laughs) it doesn't matter we've heard that you're basically the male version of Lindsay (laughs) (laughs) what are some similarities between the two of you that made you guys say that (laughs) uh I am honored because I (laughs) I think (laughs) I, I, I wish in my mind I don't think we are because uh Lindsay is much more organized, much more prepared, much better at researching. Her podcast, I believe, is just much better produced. So uh, for those reasons, I don't know. But I guess, I don't know. I feel, Lindsay, I feel you make a lot of business decisions probably for Pineapple Pizza as well as your own podcast, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I definitely do that for, for our podcast. So a little bit, I guess, organized somewhat business oriented, maybe. Maybe, yeah. We both are in marketing departments. So, we are. So we got that. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yep. And then, oh, hockey. We both enjoy hockey. We do like Different hockey. teams. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, we both enjoy hockey, and we we, t- we do talk about Minnesota and Toronto's woes every once in a while. Yep. <laughs> um, Commiserate. Many, many woes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What, what, would you th- what would you say, Lindsay? I would say those, uh, 
probably the fact that we also make fun of Nazis together and the fact that we (laughs) are both German. So it's yes. like, yeah. we, can, we can make fun of our own people. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when people hear us say I talk about Nazis a lot, it's never in a good light. And no. <laughs> so no. just want to make that clear. But yes, that's a good point. Yeah. I feel like we both also have like, we can make very dry deliveries on, on really good jokes <laughs> and uh, play that very well. Yeah. You I especially. Like dry jokes. There are, there have been times that I've been listening to Reddit on Wiki and actually choked when you've made a joke like out of the blue, and I'll have to like pause the episode so I can cough up a lung and then start listening again. <laughs> I'm glad you catch it. Sometimes some people like during live, some people don't catch it. So I'm glad someone is. I'm glad someone's catching my dry humor. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I would say that. You know. Nice. I think we just have similar senses of humor and stuff, so... Yeah, I appreciate that people compare us. Uh, I, I don't know if I, I truly believe that I am up to that standard, but uh, I appreciate that anyway. I don't have standards, so... <laughs> oh, there's something we have in common. There, there we go! Yeah. There's another one. <laughs> it It's all good at the end of the day. I don't think that I'm that much like John either, although he's supposed to be... I can't... I don't eat... He's eats things I've never heard of (laughs) and I don't know what they are and I'm never gonna find out (laughs) I don't even know if John knows he just eats it (laughs) he probably does he's like this looks and smells good so I'm gonna eat it that's honestly that's probably what (laughs) and I'm over here like are you sure that's not human I don't want (laughs) to accidentally be a cannibal okay so would you say that the Wikimaniacs might qualify as a cult? Ooh. Thought that was a fun way to bring them together. That's yeah. funny. Would the Wikimaniacs be a cult? I would say no, for the sheer fact that we don't make them pledge. Well, actually, Sean makes them pledge. That's a lie he on does. Patreon. He does. <laughs> he wants so, your money, and you he's know what? not subtle. <laughs> you know what? Maybe. Maybe they might be. <laughs> Fred is Fred is definitely a cult. My, yeah. my let's start a cult uh, audience, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I guess I guess the Wikimaniacs would be a cult. I like that idea. <laughs> it's a friendly cult. Yeah, I was gonna say of all the cults out there, they're probably more along the lines of groaning or whatever. Where they're yeah, we just, just make dumb jokes in the cult. <laughs> yep, and, and and they better laugh at it, <laughs> <laughs> or else. <laughs> All right, we make almost everyone answer this one now, so I left it in. Let's say we were making a summoning circle. What three items should we place inside of it to summon you? Oh, God. <laughs> Tacos. Tacos are definitely in there. Uh, maybe a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. <laughs> Ironically, I'm wearing my San Jose shirt right now. So that's... <laughs> oh, man. The last thing... I, this is going to be sappy, but I guess my girlfriend. I was going to say, Aww. your girlfriend. <laughs> That's so cute. I don't want to sacrifice her, though, because then when I come back, she's just going to be gone. She'll be so pissed. <laughs> then I'll have to sacrifice myself to get her back. It's just a, it's a vicious circle. So basically, circle. it'll be the Canadian version of Supernatural, and <laughs> I'm into it. We should film this. CW. Okay. Might as well just make the show you already film in Canada anyway. (laughs) Everyone knows. (laughs) It'll be the exact same with just more snow. 
That's the yeah. difference. <laughs> It'll be the same. You guys can both wear flannel. I'm sure you'll be cute. True, yeah. <laughs> no, I love that. I think, is he the first person that said his significant other? Because I think that he might be. John didn't. He was Uh-oh. like, my dogs. <laughs> yeah, he said his dogs. Oh, yeah. man. Not Obi. I love Obi. He's cute. Well, we wouldn't necessarily <laughs> sacrifice them. It's just when we're conducting the ritual. You okay. Need to place I'm... three things in the circle in order to to summon you to us. Oh, okay. I misunderstood what a summoning circle was. I'm sorry. I haven't watched enough horror movies. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, that no, that's literally the cutest answer we've ever had. So wow. you're so congratulations. Wholesome. You're so wholesome. <laughs> I was surprised by tacos, but. Lindsay Taco, didn't pick really? her husband either when she had to answer. I didn't. <laughs> she doesn't seem to be regretful, so. <laughs> I don't remember what she even picked anymore, but I have no short-term memory now, so whatever. <laughs> I don't remember what I picked either. I know one of them was, uh, like, Starbucks coffee. Oh. oh Thank you and Emily both picked food. I did ramen. Oh. Coffee. And I feel like I did an animal. You probably did. It was probably a capybara. I probably did a capybara, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. Yeah, no, Those so it turns out, not surprisingly, a Canadian person gave us the nicest <laughs> answer to that question. Uh, she'd just kill me if I didn't. <laughs> I'm looking over my shoulder, just gun to my back right now. <laughs> oh, okay, you're being threatened right now. Blink twice if you need us to call the Mounties. <laughs> It's like the bloody benders down there. <laughs> yeah, I don't want them in the basement, actually. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, that is the Dexter room. Not where you want to have the police. No, no. Too many questions. Enjoying the meal? Consider leaving us a rating and review on Apple, Podchaser, Good Pods, or Spotify. It's free, and it helps our little restaurant get noticed by others with your spectacularly good taste. If you want to help support the restaurant, you can rock some of our merch from our Tea Public shop or buy us a fresh slice on Buy Me a Coffee because we can never get enough. If you simply can't get enough pineapple pizza, become a donor on Patreon and earn all kinds of amazing benefits. We have three tiers to accommodate almost any budget. Become a patron today and start enjoying all the perks and extra content right away. You can find all the links to our social media, streaming platforms, and support pages in the show notes and on pineapplepizzapodcast.com. That's pineapplepizzapodcast.com. My fellow citizens, our earth is in the middle of a crisis, plunging deeper into chaos. No, I feel your pain and your loss. We can't stand idly by and let this happen. We must rise up and... (coughs) (coughs) Sorry. Damn it. Well, this is awkward. Hi, my name is Josh Shell, and I am the host of the Let's Start a Cult podcast, where each episode, myself and some guests take a look at different cults from around the world, for educational purposes only, and definitely not to start our own cult. Join me every other week as we break down dangerous religious cults, political extremist groups, and every other kind of cult in between. Should I apologize for the terrible southern accent? No? Okay. Subscribe and listen to Let's Start a Cult anywhere you listen to podcasts.
right, so what, um, what's the special you selected to feature today and why did you choose it? Well, uh, I'll start with a reason. So I, I chose a Canadian legend to represent Canada, you know, and I knew you guys hadn't covered it yet. I went back and checked. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the, the legend I'm going to be doing today is uh, Oak Island Mystery. So have you guys heard of the Oak Island Mystery? I have. Have you, Ash? Embarrassingly, I have not. <gasps> okay. But I'm really excited. Once we find out what people are going to talk about, I have to try really hard not to Google it because I don't want to ruin anything <laughs> if it's a new thing for me. But I managed to not Google it, so I'm really excited. You're going to love fair. this. You're going to love this. Yeah. There's And there's way too much for me to get into. So I, <laughs> I have done like, uh, I've done quite a bit of research, but there's just so many stories that are involved with it this and so many conspiracy theories so that we'll we'll try and stay on track and then we'll we'll diverge a little bit at the end but oh my god he said conspiracy theories i'm so excited <laughs> i know as soon as he said it i was like this is this is up ash's alley i i love a good conspiracy theory so so uh this canadian legend i'm going to tell you about has everything that you could ever want has mystery death treasure pirates the holy grail Edgar Allan Poe. Oh my God. Shakespeare. I love all of these things. <laughs> that that that. Well, there's probably more, but those are the those are the things I'm going to focus on today. I told you. I told you. It's so much stuff. There's way more too. I think there's like a story about FDR as well. I, I, I'm not. So back in 1795, a teenager named Daniel McGinnis was playing outside his parents' house. Uh, they lived on the coast of Nova Scotia, which overlooked the Atlantic Ocean. Beautiful view, you know? While he was playing outside, he noticed strange lights on one of the islands in the Mahone Bay. So, like a curious teenager, he set off to investigate the island, which I'm not sure how he got there. It does not explain. <laughs> I like to think that he swam. You but... don't all just have a boat <laughs> magically. <laughs> you just bequeathed a boat as, at, at birth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you automatically get it. Just, it's the Canadian version of us. We get we're born with twenty five thousand dollars worth of credit card debt already. Oh. So. No, no, we're also there too. <laughs> oh shit! I'm gonna get kicked out of the country. <laughs> um. So, uh, so he set off to investigate the island and uh, assuming boat. Not sure again. Uh, one. Once he arrived on the island, he noticed a circular depression, like on the forest floor, that was about 13 feet in diameter. So, uh, obviously unprepared to do any kind of investigation of the site, uh, he decided to leave and return to the island with a shovel and two of his friends, John Smith and Anthony Vaughn. John John Smith is like the whitest name ever. <laughs> so white. I feel I've done stories on John Smith before, but they're all different people. <laughs> There's yep. like... A million to one John Smith, yeah. Yeah. If you're a white guy from before the 1900s, it's probably John <laughs> Smith. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, so the uh, the boys were excited to evacu- uh, ex- excavate the island because about 100 years prior to this, the area had seen a huge influx in pirates and many had used the islands in Nova Scotia to resupply and repair their ships. One of the most fav- famous pirates, William Kidd, actually admitted to burying his treasure in the area before he was captured in 1969 or in 1699 we didn't go forward 
My bad. <laughs> I've done that so many times, and I'm like, that does not make sense. Yeah. That math does not math, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, with hopes of finding of treasure in mind, the boys began digging and digging and digging. And after several <laughs> weeks and a lot of digging, <laughs> the boys had stumbled upon just a few wooden timbers that they seemed like they were old support beams for like a like a mine or a cave, like a, oh, a mine okay. shaft or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, they got about forty feet down, which is very impressive for, yeah. for a couple teenagers with shovels. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they didn't find anything except for these support beams. Um, so they gave up and eventually went home. I've never wanted anything enough to dig for four, to dig a 40-foot <laughs> hole ever. Same, and I still, I still don't think I do. <laughs> it's super impressive because it's like, at some point, if you dug anywhere around here, I think you just hit like, like hard enough dirt that you wouldn't be able to, or like rock, that you wouldn't be able to dig yeah. far enough down. So, so it's very impressive. So... They gave up, but the word of their exploits had gotten out. One of them snitched, and I bet it was John. Uh, probably. It was that bastard. <laughs> he sounds like a snitch. Yeah, John Smith, he's definitely uh, in witness protection. And that's not his real name. <laughs> so, uh, a man named Simon Linz and a group of men started the Onslow uh, Company in 1804, which was an excavation company set on finding the treasure on Oak Island. Now, keep, keep in mind, there's no actual proof that there's treasure on this island. It was just a couple kids saw a depression in the sand and found a couple beams and were like, there's treasure here. <laughs> that is the limit of the proof that they have so far. And we're teenagers and we've seen some shit, so we know what we're talking about. <laughs> it reminds me of that Stephen King novel where those four kids find the dead body. What's that one? It was like a movie. I'm Aren't they all a movie? <laughs> it's not that. It's not that like. Uh, it's not that like eight millimeter one or anything, is it? I can't remember. It's the one with the train where they scream cheering and have to yeah, get off. The train yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, it's, well, now it's gonna bother me. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna bother me too. But anyway, we'll push. We'll push forward. Uh, let us know in the comments. There yep. you go. There's your call to action. Someone's <laughs> screaming it at right now. That's my comfort. I'm always like, if I can't think of it, someone is yelling at me. <laughs> it's, it's probably Emily while she edits this. <laughs> but uh, so the the Onslow company uh, continued digging down the same tunnel that the boys had started. When they got to about 50 feet of digging, the crew had stumbled upon some coconut shells. And I don't know if many people know this, coconuts do not grow in Canada, so... <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, yeah, I know. We are, do not have the climate for that. <laughs> so this, this strongly hinted that pirates or some sort of ship had been to this island and had indeed been this deep, uh, which was very promising. The crew continued digging uh, and continued to hit more timber support beams along the way until about 90 feet down. Wow. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> it's so few. So I don't know how many meters that is. So I can't do that translation. We but. should we should hook these guys up with the people who dug that Russian well to hell because it's like <laughs> guaranteed success. Just yeah. merge the two. They'll <laughs> they'll work well together. They will. So it was at ninety feet that they actually discovered something that would kick this legend off. So. What they found was a large square stone tablet with a combination of unique lines, arrows, and dots. So this coded stone tablet remained a mystery for a while, 
until a professor at Dalhousie University, which I almost went to that university. So. Ooh. <laughs> they deciphered the inscription using Edgar Allan Poe's book, The Golden Bug. Oh my God. I love that book. Do you? Send so- help. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Professor James Leachy figured that each uh, symbol correlated to a specific letter in the alphabet. So, for example, like three vertical lines on the tablet might equal the letter E. So, well, I forget what that's called, like an anagram or something like that. Anyway. Yeah, it doesn't something matter. like that. <laughs> it, it's a coded thing that you get in cereal boxes and you do it. I remember that, doing that as a kid. So, putting this theory to the test, he finally cracked the code to the stone. And the stone read, quote, 40 feet below, 2 million, two million pounds are buried, end quote. So, I don't know how many two, 2 million pounds were back in the 1800s, but that is a lot of money, no matter a what. A lot of money. Probably I billions. Think, yeah. Yeah. So, since the crew found the stone at 90 feet down, and they're really good at math, they figured they had to go another 40 feet. <laughs> <laughs> my, my mind was like, oh, maybe it got like washed down i don't know exactly like eroded or something and then maybe it got buried a little bit they're like no we just got to go deeper (laughs) so they continued to dig and they got um they got it like i think it was like 100 feet deep and the tunnel inevitably began filling with water yeah so Unprepared and and unable to go any deeper, the crew inevitably gave up and had to return home empty-handed. And so, like I said, every there's like a million stories. There's thousands of different excavation teams that uh, at- attempted this. So I'm going to give you the Sparks notes for the next few <laughs> or next one anyway. Yep. And, and this one's a specific reason why I do this one. So the Truro Company began using some more complex methods to man- to get down to 90 feet and used an auger to dig. So, according to eyewitnesses, though, their foreman, James... I'm not going to pronounce that, pronounce that last name. <laughs> he, <laughs> he did something peculiar on their fourth dig with the auger. So, as how the auger works is it, like, rotates and then it drills down while bringing stuff up to the top. Mm-hmm. So, as they, were, as they were using the auger on the fourth time, James was witnessed grabbing something from the auger, slipped it in his pocket, and then left the site and relinquished all of his claim on the company. Oh my god, that shifty son of a bitch. Super that shifty. That is super shady. Yeah. That's sus. sus. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sus. So- <laughs> Somewhere my 13-year-old is cringing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is super sus, but it gets even worse because <laughs> because James then went to the government of Canada and tried to get a license to allow him to conduct his own inv- ev- uh, excavation on the site. So he was basically mm. like, <laughs> I think I can get more money, it seems. He wanted to cut them out, but he wasn't willing to murder them because he's not got the backbone for it. <laughs> well, there's probably like 20 guys, right? Or I don't know how many there were, but there was probably enough guys that he couldn't take them all. So <laughs> No to... one's ever going to make a business deal with me again because uh, I will cut you. It's yeah. fine. No one has to make a business deal with you if you're rich. So He's like, I don't have enough chloroform to get them all <laughs> and then dump them into the into the sea. 
Yeah. You don't you don't need that much chloroform to get them all. You're just doing it wrong, but it's fine. <laughs> he ran to rags. So Ashley might have done this a little differently than he did. <laughs> so un- unfortunately for for James, but probably fortunately for Truro Company, this license never got passed. But then again, the Truro Company had to end up leaving in 1850 anyway, because their license expired, I guess. Hmm. Not sure exactly how the licensing worked, but... So the Oak Association in 1861 made another attempt. Uh, So I don't know if they got licensing again or they got funding, whatever it happened to be. But they took about 11 years off, went back and made another attempt. This time, they managed to get down to 120 feet. And that's like 10 feet off of where they are suspected they want to go, right? Mm -hmm. But they actually started digging horizontal and the the water started pouring in (laughs) and it nearly actually killed uh, a bunch of diggers (laughs) because they were down there. Luckily, no one did die in this accident, though shortly after when they implemented an iron cast pump with a steam engine, they began pumping out the water uh, more efficiently. But unfortunately... A boiler actually exploded, killing one man and injuring a bunch of others. So that is the first death about the, the, uh, the um, I think there's been six deaths. So I'm not going to get to them all, but that was the first one, the first death of, of many to come. And um, as I mentioned, there are a bunch of conspiracies that go along with Oak Island. Uh one that I did mention is the Knights Templar, and I'm not going to get into the entire story about the Knights Templar, but they have a Holy Grail that they were looking for, mm-hmm. as many of us know. So there is a legend that the Holy Grail was actually found, and uh, a Scottish um, Knights Templar was sent across to Canada to take the the Holy Grail to safety. I don't know. I guess Canada is the Holy Land now, but. <laughs> <laughs> And, and so there is there is thoughts that this treasure is actually the um, site for the Holy Grail along with a bunch of other Templar treasure. In, in But that, I get, to me, that doesn't explain the coconuts, but I, I digress. Well, and why would, <laughs> why would they hide it in Canada? Or was he, like, how did it end up on the island? Uh... Boats. I don't think a pelican came by and was like, this looks good. And he just like put it in his mouth and started flying away. Hey, have you met a lot of pelicans? They'll put anything in that mouth. Don't That's tell true. me otherwise. That's true. That's true. Um, I, I didn't, I'm not 100% sure. Like I said, this the, the article I was reading about this was, I kid you not, probably 100 pages. Wow. There's literally hundreds of stories on this, on this, uh, this island. Um, but the Sparks Notes was basically a night's ship took it over here and, uh, and buried it so that no one could find it. I have no idea. <laughs> um, the, the heathens can't find it now, so I guess that's... He <laughs> was like, for Christ! I'm gonna go touch it just to get even. <laughs> for Take Christ. that, Pope. I'm going to drink out of your cup just to piss you <laughs> off. <laughs> Another uh, theory that or a conspiracy theory that goes around is that this and I, this is a wild one. So there's a there's a theory that Shakespeare has didn't actually write any of his yeah. Um, yeah. any of his works as yeah. I think is, is well known. And that Sir Francis Bacon, great name, 
was actually the one to write uh, most, if not all, of his his plays. So there, and I don't know how they connected this, <laughs> but you know how conspiracies are. Yep. They claim that because a parchment containing Indian ink was retrieved from uh, from the pit, uh, they connected it to Sir Francis Bacon. <laughs> and this is somehow proof that he wrote all of Shakespeare's scripts. What? <laughs> you know what? We should do another. Uh, there's actually um, a couple people they think that they've claimed wrote all of Shakespeare's plays. I think that'd be a great episode. And you could talk about this one more in depth. Because I, like I said, I'm skim notes. I'm <laughs> skimming it. We'll have you back on and you can say Francis Bacon a bunch of times. Oh, God. <laughs> With a name like Bacon, it has to be true. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, but it's fine. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. So, it has to be true. <laughs> so, as I said, um, other than a few artifacts and, and, like, and clues, no one has actually found the treasure to Oak Island. There is a show, I believe it's on the History Channel, that premieres in Canada Yep. called Oak, Oak Island's Mysteries, Yep. where it's about two brothers that actually go to the island and try to find the treasure, basically. Yep. And it's a great show. They talk a lot about the history on that show. And yeah, that's that's really all I've got. It's an unfortunate mystery because there is no, like, no one's found the treasure. So, so it's a lot of speculations, a lot of conspiracy theories. Um, but that's what I've got about Oak Oak Island mystery for you guys today. Isn't on their show a lot of the stuff too where they like have had the same thing where they'll dig somewhere and then all of a sudden it just starts flooding? Yeah. Well, it's an island, right? Yeah. And yeah. So it's like you can only go so, down so far. In the middle far. of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they keep expecting, but. This one's so dry. Obviously a trap. <laughs> They dig two feet down. It's this one. This one. We can get down in this one. <laughs> I just got a good feeling deep, about just... this one. <laughs> <laughs> Looks real dry. Oh, my God. So it's very questionable whether there is even treasure there. Like I said, there's clues and hints at there potentially being a treasure. But without without full proof, I, I hesitate to believe that there is actually treasure. Mm-hmm. But I'm a skeptic, so what can yeah. I say? <laughs> yeah. I think at this point it's more like there's been so much lore about it that people are like, well, it has to be true because they've been talking about it for hundreds of years. Exactly. And, and they've been obsessed with it since its inception. So mm-hmm. it's like since those kids started digging, it only took a few years for a full company to be like, okay, we're going for this treasure, right? It's like the gold rush, but no one's found gold. Yeah. <laughs> so, much worse. Yeah. <laughs> the Canadian version. There's so many gold doubloons <laughs> on that island. If only we could get to them. There's so much pirate treasure. People just like pirates, man. People just like pirates. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and like I said, there is proof that pirates were at those islands, uh, but there's... Like I said, hundreds. There's probably hundreds of islands in that area, and who knows if this happened to be one that people stumbled upon, or if maybe just some kids found a depression in the earth that I don't know. 
was a sinkhole because it is like a it's probably swampy area at some parts of that island and uh the the wooden timbers could just be old trees that have uh like mummified within like swampland basically so there's a lot of this could not be a real thing (laughs) but uh it's nice to dream and I, i think that's what this story is about I'm going to add some more conspiracy theory to it. I'm, I'm going to say the timbers are part of a shipwreck. And oh. the ship was carrying coconuts. And they got lost. And they went north instead oh. of south. Because they didn't have a very good navigator. And that's what happened. Yeah, they got lost. I like that. That could, honestly, that is just as plausible as any of the other <laughs> right. theories. <laughs> right. if, if not more, at least they found coconuts. You know yep. what I mean? <laughs> you know what? It's all fair, but at the end of the day, I'm going to stick with it with aliens. Yep. <laughs> so that's my fallback. Also just as plausible as the Shakespeare thing. That one didn't make any sense to no, me. But that's a leap. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that I have to say to everybody who thinks Shakespeare did not write his plays. Fuck you. Oh, well, <laughs> I, 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 I care less about that part of it. Like, if people think that he didn't write his plays, whatever. Who cares? He's dead. Everyone that was involved is dead. It's how this connected to this. That's what doesn't make sense to me. Shakespeare was in Europe. I don't, and so was Sir Francis Bacon. So I don't understand how it made that trip across the Atlantic. Yeah. His name was just written on the paper and they were like, proves everything. I've always thought that Sir Francis Bacon could write his name. <laughs> he wrote this thing and so he wrote everything. And he loves coconuts. He written it. it totally checks out. It was the coconut cult. Would he have even had access to coconuts? I don't know. I doubt it. Yeah, I thought they not. needed like tropical climates. He's yeah. from well, he, wait, no. Francis Bacon was born in Ireland, but I don't think they have coconuts in England either, no. do they? No, no, they wouldn't okay. have the climate to grow. That. Well, he went to India and stole a bunch of coconuts, <laughs> and then he brought he brought them and dug a hole. I don't know yeah. where I'm going with that. Said, I have no Fuck idea. Fuck you, Shakespeare. This is <laughs> someday he people are like, gonna. Believe Everyone me. will know that I wrote your plays because of the coconuts. <laughs> and this scrap of paper. Yeah. <laughs> that has my name on it. I like to think he went all over the world just burying pieces of paper. <laughs> <laughs> that have his name on it. Yeah. Oh, he was here too. It all ties into a Midsummer's a Midsummer's Night. <laughs> oh yes, because of, this is the island where they washed. Oh my God, I gotta stop. Hamilton was born here. <laughs> Alexander Hamilton Hamlet, was born not here. Hamlet. Damn no, it. it's too late. It's Alexander Hamilton. Shit. You can't change it. No, uh, Hamlet was emo as hell, though. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was a dark show or movie play, whatever it was. It was a play, but it's okay, because you know what? Everybody died at the end, and I liked it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Except God. for Horatio. <laughs> Sorry about your luck, Horatio. <laughs> Is the movie you were thinking about... Okay, I'm going back to the Stephen King thing. Is the movie you were thinking oh, about yes. Sometimes They Come Back? Oh, man. You're going you're gonna to have to Google it, because I don't know. No, I don't think so. Because I googled Stephen King train movie. <laughs> and that came up because it was about 
a high school teacher that comes back to his hometown to get a job, but he's haunted by the childhood memory of his brother being murdered by a group of teens who were then struck by a train before they could kill him, too. No, what I'm thinking of is uh, Stand By Me. Yep. I was just going to say, I Googled. <laughs> Here's what I Googled to figure this out. I was Wait gonna for say, it. What? Stephen <laughs> King, Kids Body Train. <laughs> that's, that's pretty close. That's pretty close to what I Googled. <laughs> what did you Google? Stephen King's Four Kids Find a Body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry about my Google search history, FBI. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Mine's pretty messed up. Mine's bad. Sean's is worse. So. <laughs> They're like, this guy has such weird sexual fetishes. Why do you, why do you read so much fan fiction? Fan fiction's fun. It, it doesn't have to be dirty. Most of it's dirty, though. I was going to say, most of the stuff Sean makes us read is dirty. So Most of it's dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, they'll find something Lindsay or I wrote and we'll never tell you. <laughs> oh, God. I did check and mine's gone, as far as I know. <laughs> Unless somebody plagiarized it and posted it as their own. Okay. Which has yeah, happened. Check Reddit. That's usually where it happens. <laughs> okay. I guess I better finish this, huh? <laughs> I forgot what I was doing in the middle of doing it again because my brain is permanently damaged. <laughs> I'm going to miss remembering things. <laughs> Pretty sure I gave myself a concussion, so don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I wasn't... Okay, I'm not going to say I wasn't at all worried about it before I found that article the other day, because I already was worried and I already had researched how long it was going to take for my brain to go back to normal. But then I found that and they were like, you probably have brain damage. It might never go away. And I was like, oh, no, I can't oh, no. function like this. Jesus. <laughs> Thanks, COVID. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Josh, for joining us and being our guest chef today. Could you please let all of our guests know where they can find you and your shows if they're interested in hearing more from Let's Start a Cult or Reddit on Wiki? Absolutely. Well, first, thanks for having me. What's yeah. that? I said, or both. Or both. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. I, I, I appreciate coming on. It's been a long time coming. Um, but yeah, let's start a call. You can find uh, basically on any podcast app that you listen to, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, any of those ones. If you just search, search Let's Start a Cult or Reddit on Wiki, you can find them. Um, if you go to letstartacultpodcast.com, you can find all the links there as well as all the episodes and any other information you would like to know. Uh, Reddit on Wiki, same thing. If you go to redditonwiki.com, uh, you'll find all the episodes there as well as the links um as well uh so we'll yeah. probably put the links in the show notes too I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. sure i can send those to you yeah i don't know if we do that i don't make the show notes <laughs> i love how i just pretended that i know what we do with I'm the show notes i'm pretty sure we do i'm pretty sure we do i think we do i can fill out a captivate guest form if you want then you can just dynamically insert it look at you being so fancy god damn <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me today, but I almost said something really bad, and I'm gonna go back to reading the script now. I'm a good person, universe. <laughs> it's not my fault that there were so many holes in this story. They were, they were so deep, <laughs> and they were wet. 
I want everything's okay. <laughs> I kept wanting to say that's what she said like so many yeah. times when you were talking <laughs> about too. the holes. Just insert Me them too. in insert them in after. There. That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> Dynamically <laughs> insert them in after. Oh, God. That'll be a full fifteen minutes of us just inserting and that's what she said. <laughs> fifteen. That's way too long. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to stop at 12? (laughs) (laughs) Not good for your health, I think, at that point. Okay, I gotta stop. (laughs) Well, I think it's about time to close up the restaurant for the night. Thank you for visiting our beautiful pizzeria and enjoying a slice of something holy. (laughs) (laughs) And wet. (laughs) And moist. (laughs) Sorry, Lindsay. Sorry. Pineapple Pizza Podcast, sweet and cheesy. Not everyone understands our awesomeness, but we're glad that you do, question mark. 